supreme deity as long as that marriage has not taken place tavat janati so long he recognizes them he knows them he sees them atyalasya vang manasi sampadyate the same person when the speech merges into mind mind into prana prana into teja that into supreme deity atna janati then he does not know सिमिलर That's what Sudhi says in these two passages. Parasyam devatayam te sampanne atha najanati. When his self merges into the supreme deity, into Sat, then he does not know, does not recognize, is not conscious, doesn't have particular consciousness. Swanandagiri said, Karnoparame तेजस सहचरित भूत सूक्ष्मोपसंहारे च विशेष विज्ञान भाव समान है एव विद्वत अभिदुषो इत्यर्थ वट दिस स्टेडियल भाष्यकार मीन्स इज दैट दिस कर्णोपरमे वेन कर्ण दवांग मनसी एक्सेट्रा प्राण सो वेन दिस कर्ण और दिस ऑर्गन्स वेन दे हैव बीन विड्रॉन इन टू द सोर्सेस ब्रह्मन विशेष विज्ञान भाव देन देर इज नो पर्टिकुलर नॉलेज समान दिस प्रोसेस इज सिमिलर फॉर विद्वत अविदुषो फॉर द वाइज और द इग्नोरेंट द प्रोसेस इज सिमिलर कस्तरी तय विशेष देन व्हाट इज द डिस्टिंक्शन और डिफरेंस बिटवीन द टू इफ मर्जेंट उस्तत 
is the same or similar than what is the difference between the two? So Mahasaya Abhidvamstu Sata Uthaya Pragmahavidam Vyagravibhavam Devunasyarihom Vishati. No, that where is it derived from? The passage does not seem to indicate any difference between the wise and ignorant person. That the ignorant person emerges back from Sat again to get a next embodiment according to his Vasana. And the wise person does not emerge from Sat. The passage in, in simple words does not seem to indicate that. But Bhashyakara says, Abhidvamstu Sada Uthaya Pragbhavitam Vyagrani Bhavam Devamunishyama Vishadi which stands to reason. Atha Sampachye, that's all. So the Praman, Atha Sampachye. Yavanda Vimokshye, Atha Sampachye, as long as he is not released from his body, so long is the wait or the delay, and as soon as he is released from the body, then he becomes one with such. From that Vashakara says, that as far as ignorance is concerned, then early to say Vyagrova, Vrukova, Simhova, etc. How Abhidvamstu, based on what I said earlier, Sata Uthaya, as I mean, arising from the Sat or existence, as in deep sleep. So a tiger went to sleep as tiger, then he wakes up also as tiger and so forth. Or the tiger also merges into you know, pralaya, then also he wakes up that way because pralaya dissolution is a grand sleep. When he dies, then we would not say that he is born only as a tiger, but according to his karma, he is born. As tiger, he has not, poor fellow has not entertained any bhavana. But he is sanchita karma which represent the bhavana that he must have entertained in the past human birth. When that becomes now strong, then that drives him into the next embodiment. So that's what we would understand. <coughs> because supposedly a tiger does not have self-consciousness, does not have a sense of doership, doesn't even abhimanam that I am so and so. Some abhimanam is there. That in some way he knows that he is tiger, different from a deer, that this is my prey, that he knows. That when he sees other tigers and he knows that they are my kind, so that kind of a consciousness is there. <coughs> but not a binding self-consciousness that a human being has, that I am so and so and therefore I am different from others, etc., those complexes. Self-consciousness, the form of variety of complexes, is not there. So, tiger does not perform any deliberate karma endeavor. He does not earn any new result, karma phala. Otherwise, poor fellow's life is only full of himsa, outwardly. Jiyo, jivasya jivanam, one life form depends upon other life form, that being the rule, by that rule, the tiger commits all kinds of sins because of a violent creature. 
but there is not considered a sin, is not considered himsa, it is part of the natural order, ecological order. Therefore, there is a balance in the nature between what? Between birth and death, creation and destruction. And so, he does not earn any new punya or papa. Then what determines what the next birth will be? The remainder karma, his sanjita karma of those, whatever are the most powerful karmas, that will determine what the next embodiment of this tiger will be. <laughs> and supposedly this process will go on until this jiva gains a human birth. So if there is problem in the papa, then he will keep on going to papa yonis. So all the yonis or embodiments below human beings are called the embodiments born of papa or sin. The yonis or embodiments born of which are higher than that of human being, adas chordvam, prasutaha, tasya shakaha, gunat pravurdaha, vishayat pravalaha. As Lord Krishna says, there are these branches which are these embodiments. Adas chordvam, some are below human beings, some are above. So, Pridham is the Punya Karma, takes the Jiva to you and is higher. <coughs> Pridham is the Papa, takes him to the lower. So, in the lower you need, the exhaust is Papa. Upper you need, the exhaust is Punya. All of them are supposedly only Bhog Yonis, not Karma Yonis. In all of those Yonis, he does not earn any new Karma. It's a very simple way of accounting things, that's all, you know. <clears throat> and when there is a balance between this Punya Papa, then he takes the human birth. So this is what he said. <clears throat> As uh, this Tikakar also said, Tamasakar Vodhave Vyagradi Bhavam If there is predominant Tamas in his, uh, you know, Sanjit karma Vyagradi bhavam Sattva kodhave deva bhavam Pridam sattva deva bhavam Rajasetu manushyadi bhavam Rajas then manushya Again that's a simple way of accounting I don't think that this classification can answer all our questions you know if Rajas means human being, then there can be Sattvic human being, but there are many Sattvic human beings also. There are many Tamas human beings also, but general classification. The human birth is of Punya and Papa. So it is said. Although there seems to be more suffering and more Papa, then how do you say that human birth is rare? Human birth is said to be the result of lots of Punya karma. <coughs> but there is so much suffering in human life, how do you say? So, Papa brings about suffering, Punya brings about pleasure, lot of suffering in human life. All we can say is that a human body which has the potential of moksha in that sense, it is the result of the countless Punya karma. But what this fellow encounters in his life? Some people are just unlucky. Their effort just does not bring bad fruit, unlucky people. So, wherever the touch it turns to ashes. There are some wherever the death turns to gold. Some people are very lucky. Some people are unlucky. Depending on where you are born. 
If you are born in a family where there is no culture, where there is no proper upbringing, that's a great disadvantage with which you are born. When you are born in a family where there is a great culture and upbringing, that's a great advantage. <coughs> so, we cannot say that all human beings are in the same category. So, Punya Papa is true. That human life birth also is the Punya Papa, mixture of Punya and Papa. But there also, there are some unfortunate people in whose life there seems to be a predominance of Papa suffering. There are some lucky ones in whom whose life there seems to be predominance of Punya happiness. And others are in between. But <coughs> basically, it is karma, the unexhausted karma. which is what brings about the next embodiment. <coughs> As Vashyakara said, in case of wise person, all the karmas are burnt. Jnana Agni, Sarva Karmanam, Basmasat, Kurute Tatha. Khyante, Chasya Karmane, Tasmin Drishte Paravare. So this Muti and Shruti text say that for the wise person, all the karmas get dissipated. So that is our Pramanam. Then of course it makes sense. Just as a person who is experiencing dream, in the dream he performs variety of karma, sometimes good, sometimes evil karma also. But just as he does not, is not accountable for the consequences when he wakes up. A waker is not accountable for the consequences of what that fellow has done in dream. Because now a new person is woken up. Similarly also this jiva performed all kinds of actions, sanjita karmas, when he was ignorant. As an ego, I am so and so, he performed, as an ignorant ego, he performed those karmas with a sense of kartrutvam or doership. But now he is woken up. Yes, akshat kurte. Anadi Maya Sutta He was sleeping in the beingless sleep of Maya. He is woken up. So the case of an enlightened person is similar to that of a person who wakes up from the tree. So Dirga Swapna they call it. The ignorant person is in Dirga Swapna, in long sleep <coughs> or long dream. From that he wakes up, therefore, he is no more responsible for the actions that are performed in the sleep or in the dream born of ignorance. Because that fellow who did all those actions is gone, he is no more. The wise person has no identification with the past that I am so and so. You may remember. But no more he judges himself based on the past. And therefore there is no sense of hurt or guilt, nothing. Kimaham sadhana karvam, kimaham papam karvamiti. Why did I not perform that punya karma? Why did I fail to do what the good thing that was to be done? Why did I perform the papa karma? <coughs> that regret he doesn't have. <coughs> So he is a free person 
and therefore being free he is free from kimichan kasya kamaya sairam anusanjare kimichan desiring what kasya kamaya for fulfilling whose desires so desires desire are no more sairam anusanjare why should he you know so suffer the pain along with the body because it's not identified with the body so thus when the shruti says that all the karmas of the wise person get burned we can explain it in this way just as the karmas performed by jivatma in the dream they all get burned when he wakes up similarly also the karmas performed by an ignorant jiva get all burnt when he wakes up to his true nature this is what the karmas that are performed so far in the past birth as well as in this birth is sir kriyamana karma as far as the karma that the wise person appears to be performing he said that he has no sense of doership and therefore even while appearing to perform karma from the standpoint of the onlooker from his own standpoint he does not neither can chit karma be i do not do anything so example was given just as what is the, the pushkara palasha <coughs> so they quote, quote that often tad yatha pushkara palashe saha apah nashlishyante just as water do not does not wet the petal of a lotus evam vidhi to similarly also evam evam vidhi so palashe apah nashlishyante that's what you have to say similarly evam vidhi for to the one who knows in this man the wise person papam karma nashlishyate iti the papa karma does not attach to him anymore <coughs> because no sense of doership so karma phala always goes to the karta karma phala will always seek out the karta even though karma phala will come after some time and place and after some birth who knows but still that karma phala will only attach to the karta just as the cows when they return home after being grazed they run towards their own calf and not to anybody else <coughs> so this is how it is explained as to how for the ignorant person the exhaustion or experiencing of karma phala is inevitable how the wise person becomes free from that <coughs> so that is the basis for bhashyakara to say the avidwan or the ignorant person emerges again after having merged into sat emerges from sat because the the residual karma is there so therefore he is merging into sat after death is similar to his merging into sat in the deep sleep state deep sleep state also the jiva merges into sat however with residual karma and that karma makes him wake up just as in this ralaya of resolution all the jivas merge into sat supposedly <coughs> all of them wake up who wakes them up it is the karma that wakes them up 
सुदेव मनुष्याय विशति विद्वांस्तु शास्त्राचार्योपदेश ज्ञानदीप प्रकाशितम सद्ब्रह्मात्मा प्रविश्य सो इग्नर पर्सन एंटर सत विच इज नॉट इल्यूमेंट बाय नॉलेज लाइट ऑफ नॉलेज सो इवन वेन जस्ट एज ए स्लीपर डज नॉट नो दैट आई एम मच इन सत When he wakes up, he does not know that I emerged from Sat. Not so much a wise person. Sat Brahma Atmanam. Sat, which is Brahma, which is Atma. Deepa Prakashidam. That I am Sat Brahma Atma. That I am Sat, which is Brahman. That is what I am. That state of his is prakashidam, deeper prakashidam is illumined by the knowledge, the lamp of knowledge. Shastra acharya upadesha janita jnana deepa. Lamp of knowledge which is born of the upadesha of the acharya based on shastra. That means that means that when the wise person merges into sat, he knows I am merging into sat. He knows I am sat. The ignorant person does not know I am Sat. When he is merged into Sat, therefore he merges. The wise person knows I am Sat, and therefore pravishya na avartate. Therefore now there is no avartanam, na punaravartate. There is no more emerging from Sat because there is nothing to cause that emergence. Idesha. <coughs> मीनिंग दैट अप टू द डेथ दत संपत्ति मर्जिंग टू सत दैट क्रम ऑफ द सीक्वेंस इज सिमिलर फॉर एन इग्नोरेंट एज वेल एज वाइस पर्सन द डिफरेंस इज सिंस इग्नोरेंट पर्सन डज नॉट नो दैट आई मर्ज इन सच दैफर ही मर्ज अगेन वेल एज वाइस पर्सन नोज दैट आई एम सच दैफर Does not emerge. That's the difference. <coughs> However, Abhinava Narayanandra Saraswati ji, he thinks somewhat differently. He says that this passage reveals that the wise person. This passage is meant to tell us. Shruti cannot be telling us simply the krama or the sequence of the death of an ignorant person because that's not the context. Because ye yam kandika vidushayeva sat sampatik krama pratipadanartha. Even though this similar discussion came earlier, that was meant for everybody to say that every jiva merged into sat. Which means sat is the true nature of the jiva. So that was the idea. The purpose of telling us that in deep sleep, a jiva atma, whoever it is, human being or any other being, merges into sat in a state of deep sleep, and a thing always merges into its true nature. Just as a pot, when it breaks, breaks, merges into clay, ornament. Merges into gold, and so also the jiva merges into sat. Therefore, just as gold is the true nature of the ornament, so also sat is the 
true nature of the jiva to say that, convey that, was the purpose of that description. <coughs> but the same thing is repeated, then it will be punara, punara, punaruktihi, not serving any purpose. So Tikagaya says that there can be punarukti simply on the part of the Shruti. Even the words are similar, but still the intent is different. Then according to the context, this passage should necessarily describe the departure of a wise person because that is the context. And the Tikagara also finds a difference between the previous description and this description. I mean, so when he merges into Sat, then he doesn't have any particular knowledge. But this Thikagara says that is the description of the wise person. So Najanati does not know means what? He no more has any particular knowledge, I am so and so. <coughs> Because when the wise person merges into Sat, what is his knowledge? I am Sat. And therefore, there is no emergence. There cannot now take place any particular knowledge as to I am so and so. Meaning that having discovered his true nature as Sat or Brahma, he can no more identify with this body-mind complex. <laughs> so if he went if he achieved his death with the identification with this body-mind complex, then <coughs> he will be necessarily born with identification with another embodiment according to the karma. So karma will give a different embodiment surely, but what is vasana? I am the body. So with that pura prajna, with vasana, he goes back. Tam vidya karmani samanvara bhete pura prajna. His knowledge, his karma, upasana, his karma as well as vasana, they all follow him. So basic vasana is I am so and so. Arising from the identification with the body, mind, sense complex. That's a basic vasana. Dehatma buddhi. The complex or the notion arising from arabhimanam, arising from the identification with this body mind sense. That's the primary vasana. What is vasana? A tendency, habit, which takes place without your deliberation. <coughs> So when you react to a situation without any deliberation, that's the result of vasana. So I react to every situation, then I am the body without deliberation. I am the body, I am the mind, therefore that can be called the primary vasana. And from that all the vasanas are born. <coughs> so that vasana continues and that is what actually drives this jiva into the taking of the next embodiment. Therefore. He is born with the same tendency that to identify. But the wise person does not have that identity even when he departs from his body, he doesn't depart from your body with his specific particular knowledge, I am so and so. He departs from his body with his knowledge, I am such. 
अंधकाले समामेव स्मरण मुक्ता कलेवरम यह प्रयादि चेदंदेहम सयादि परमाम गतिम अंधकाले से therefore the time of departure from this body smaran mami vasmaran who remembers me paramam gatim he attains the ultimate goal <coughs> meaning that he comes to me he becomes one with me there is no more rebirth for him <coughs> so that means there is no particular knowledge i am so and so even the time of death that vasana which brings about this particular knowledge i am so and so that vasana not being there anymore because knowledge has burned that vasana also understand so purpose of nididhyasana is to burn that vasana because vasana is not the intellectual level our personality consists of these two levels intellectual level and habitual level therefore what happens in intellect does not right away change the habit therefore the knowledge or understanding at the level of intellect has to be brought to the habit again and again and again muhur muhu dosha drishtya muhur muhu even after vairagya has taken place meaning in the buddhi we know that jagat is mithya and therefore makes no sense of any identification when i am in right mind i don't identify but habitually my mind goes back to its old channel old rut dosha drishtya you have to again wake up that mind bring it to the track again goes again bring it to the track so this is the nididhyasana the mind goes to attack i am the body i am the body bring it back i am brahman i am brahman <coughs> so that is to eliminate the vasanas and so as long as dehata buddhi vasana is there but the other vasanas go or not is a different matter there are vasana relative to different preferences that you prefer idli and somebody prefers parotha and that stuff you know that is all preference they are not binding vasanas understand <coughs> but i am the body that is binding vasana if that is not gone then you are still bound and you may want again to work continue your work to become free from that vasana <coughs> so we call that person a wise person that knowledge liberating knowledge which has become a spontaneous knowledge yasa dehoham manushyoham brahmanoham etc how effortless it is that i am the body so effortless becomes the knowledge i am brahman there no particular knowledge is left the wise person no particular knowledge i am so much is not left therefore he cannot be born with a particular knowledge if you depart from here with this notion that i am so and so you will be born but because he departs with this knowledge i am such therefore 
he cannot be born with an with the notion I am so and so. So na jana, atha na jana the Vatikagara says it shows the lack of particular knowledge. I am so and so. Aham evam bhutahi devam visheshavignanam labdva. Ignorant person emerges from such with this visheshavignanam particular knowledge. I am so and so arising from the identification in the body-mind complex. So, Vishesha Vijnana Lava Eva Uttanam. What is Uttanam? What is emerging from or waking up from Sat or emerging from Sat? Vishesha Vijnanam. What is birth? Even at the time of dissolution when all the jivas emerge into Sat, what is waking up from that Sat from the uh, Pralaya? Vishesha Vijnanam, I am so and so. Meaning that as soon as the child is born, it is born with this knowledge or notion, I am so and so. A child cannot articulate. To articulate I am so and so will require you to grow up and become conscious. But habitually a child also identifies with its body and so Vishesh Vijnana is there. So this Tikagara says, the Uttanam arising from or emerging from Sat is of the nature of Vishesha Jnanam or Vishesha Vijnanam Aham Evam Bhutah So in Bhashakara says Abhidvamsu Satah Uthaya Ignorant person emerging from Sat meaning that he emerged with this particular knowledge I am so and so born of ignorance <coughs> And the Vyagradi Bhavam, Devamushadi Bhavam, etc. But that Bhava was there, so when this tiger died, it had this Bhava, I am tiger. When wise person passes away, it doesn't have Bhava, I am so and so. So it is from Bhava to Bhavantara, that is for one Bhava to other Bhava, not one embodiment to other embodiment. So rebirth is not from one embodiment to other embodiment. Bhava Bhavantaram One Bhava I am so and so To Bhavantaram I am so and so <coughs> And the Tikakara Presented The passages from Brahudarnika Upanishad From the Sutra From Brahma Sutra To say how Show how when a jiva departs, the jiva departs with Visheshajnanam. Then the top of his heart becomes lightened up. And there, there is illumination. Meaning, there is an awareness now about what the next embodiment is going to be. Savijnana bhavati, savijnana eva, anvavakramati. Savijnana Bhavati, the time of departure from this body, said that the jiva departs from the heart. That is where the its place is. And there is an opening in the heart at the top, from there it departs. That opening gets lightened up and then he gets illumined with the knowledge that now I am so and so. 
So he gets a vision of what his next embodiment is going to be. With that particular knowledge, he departs. Savignano bhavati. Savignano is Visheshavignano bhavati. Particular knowledge, I am so and so. Rudesya Gram Pradyodate. The top of the heart, Pradyodate, is lightened up. Tena Pradyodane. Nishkaramati and with that light of knowledge he departs from this body. <coughs> so this Tikagara says that na vishtatha na janati shows absence of vishesha vijnanam, absence of particular knowledge arising from identification with the body. The wise person no more has that therefore he no uttanam there is no emerging from sat because there is no more vishesha vijnanam <coughs> okay on the page 284 in the line 29 then the tikagara continues tani vidushopi vishesha now going back to Brudharanika Upanishad and the Brahma Sutra where the description was when the jiva departs from this body he departs with a particular knowledge of what his next embodiment is going to be does not specify who so does that description apply to everybody tari vidushopi vishesha vijnasa vijnana bhavati while departing from this body, he has this particular knowledge of what my next destination is going to be. With that knowledge, he departs. Now, it does not specify who that description applies to. So, does, it, does that description of Bhrudhanagopan apply to everybody? Tani vidushopi vishesha vijnana purukam murdhanya nadya utkrantisyat From that description it looks because there is no clarification there as to who this description applies to looks like that is the description of the process of departure of every jiva Doesn't it ignorant or wise? Therefore that description also should apply to the wise person also. So what? Then Chakshustova Murdnavayati. Upanishad said Chakshustova, he departs from either from eyes or some other passage, Murdnava or from the top of the crown of the head. So Murdanya Nadya Utkarandisyat. So we would imagine that a wise person also will depart from this body through the Sushumna Nadi which reaches the top of the crown and from there that connects with Brahma Loka and he departs from there. Ukta Shruti Sutra Baladeva On the strength of what the Shruti said, what the Sutra says, when they do not specify who does that description apply to? 
So somebody would conclude that there is also the process of the departure <coughs> of the wise person. So that doubt can arise. Sadatvidaha Prakrutasya. So Tikagara says this passage clarifies that. What the Bhudanika Upanishad and Brahma Sutta did not clarify is what this passage clarifies. Because this doubt will rise. So this Shruti clarifies. Athana Sadatvidaha Prakrutasya. That again the Tikagara insists that this passage is meant for Sadatma Vidaha, for the wise person who knows Sat is the Atma. Because Prakrutasya, because he is the one who is under discussion. Athana Janati. So this is Athana Janati is, is what this passage says. Iti Ukta Vijnana Pratisheda Mukhena. So Savignana Bhavati, Athana Janati, that Savignana is not there. For the wise person, that Vignana, that I am so and so is not there. Athana Janati. Tat Purva, Purva, Purvaka, Utkranti Pratishedar. So normally Utkranti means departure from this body is always preceded by the Vijnanam or the particular knowledge of what my next destination is going to be. But here Athana Janati by that the Shruti negates that. Tat Purvaka Utkarandi Pratishedat That the wise person doesn't have Athana Janati does not have that Vijnanam or the particular knowledge I am so and so. Meaning that Jiva already has this knowledge, I am a tiger, when he departs from here. We depart from human embodiment also, depending upon what kind of karma is performed, I am a devata, I am a tiger, I am a human being, or whatever. With that specific vijnana, he departs and becomes one. Athana Janati Tikagara says that in these words, Shruti says that the wise person does not have that particular knowledge, I am so and so. <coughs> so his departure is not preceded by that particular knowledge of I am so and so. Ukta Shruti Sutra Yoho Samyasya Agnya Saguna Brahma Vid Vishayatvat Ukta Shruti Sutra Yoho Samyasya Bo Shruti and Sutra that we discuss, both of them are similar because both of them talk about the same thing, same person. Therefore, Agnya Saguna Brahma with Vishayatvat. When he says Chakshustva, Chakshustaha, that this jiva departs from eyes, it applies to an ignorant. What is ignorant person? One who is not performed Upasana. Their Vidya means Upasana. <coughs> so, if Vidya means Upasana, then what is Avidwan? One who is not performed Upasana. As far as Brahma is concerned, both are ignorant. But still, to distinguish between the one who has meditated for his whole life, to transform himself, 
So meditation upasana is transforming oneself. From this notion that I am a human being, he transforms himself to I am Devata. If that meditation is performed for a great length of time, etc., you know, Dirgala, Nairantarya, Adara, then the person literally gets transformed from a human being to whatever it is that he is meditating upon. Even though his body until death remains only human body, but his mind is no more. So bhava, so what is important is the bhava with which you depart. Yad yadvapi smaran bhavam. So when he departs then bhava is, I am a devata, that's what he becomes. Because Bhava, he has meditated in this manner for the whole of his life, therefore he becomes that. <coughs> so both Shruti as well as Sutra talk about Chakshustaha, talks about ignorant person, Murnava talks about the wise person in the sense of the Upasaka or the meditator of Saguna Brahma. Agnya saguna brahma vidvishetvan. Agnya means one who has not meditated and saguna brahma vid means one who has meditated upon saguna brahma and realized saguna brahma or ishta devata. Those days the ishta devata was what the Upanishad presented. Today Puranic ishta devatas are there so people meditate upon that. There were Every bhakta meditates upon the Ishta Devata depending on how much time and uh, priority he has. But when you perform some puja, some japa, something you do, that time you are meditating. What will be the quality of meditation? But something goes on. So that bhavana gets built up. If you do that for a long time, for the whole day, there are some people, some ladies, you know, who a uh, whole day goes into puja, seva. Therefore, who, all the time they are entertaining thought of Lala, Lala, Thakurji, Thakurji. It have some effect. Depends on the quality of that bhava, etc., you know. Depends on the intensity of devotion. Therefore, many of these people are very uh, enlightened people. When they depart, they may not be Brahmajnanis, but they have acquired the grace of the Rishta Devata. You can see in their life, you can see also in the way they die. Anyway, so idea is that Saguna Brahmavit, one who is thus meditated means worshipped. Saguna Brahma. In the Vedic times, worship of the nature of this Murti Puja was not there. Only worship in terms of meditation was there, Upasana. Then the Puranic Puranas came and they have introduced this Murti Puja. <coughs> to make it easier for common human beings. You know. <laughs> the idea is to maintain that idea is the uh, Sajatya Vritti Pravaha. 
सगुण ब्रह्म विषय का सजातीय वृत्ति प्रवाह टू मेंटेन अवर माइंड वृत्ति प्रवाह फ्लो ऑफ द थॉट सगुण ब्रह्म विषय का विच एस विच इज सेंटेड अपॉन सगुण ब्रह्म सो लाला ऑफिस सगुण ब्रह्म विवरी सगुण ब्रह्म वन ब्रह्मन विद दोज एट्रीब्यूट सो इट्स अ ग्रेट ब्लेसिंग दट वी हैव दिस we do not understand the value of murti puja and when some people criticize us ridiculous then we feel really ashamed you know for having this but we should know it's a great blessing in fact right now what characterize the hindu dharma is murti puja whatever they want to say there are idolaters etc etc they have terms for that to brand you and they were you are all pagans so all these terms are used for the people who existed at time of christ who were all adivasis and they were uneducated so worshiping these idols made of clay and things like that and they were all dismissed by them you know idolaters should not worship any idol muslims killed them also they don't deserve to live you know business to do that anyway that's what christ also said we will not worship any idols very clearly but they converted them so they did not kill as best as i know but anyway the point is that they destroyed that culture whatever it was because they did not agree with that they see every tradition provides us some prakriya or some some method of upasana in that only one thing specifically differs from the other that christianity is one form of upasana and islam is another form of upasana and all the branches also have some variations in the forms of upasanas so those poor fellows had their own way of upasana just as the tribal people even today also have and today also in mexico and places like that the people who are dwelling in forests and tribal people they have also fire worship they have rituals they have dances and they are very enlightened people they are leaders etc are you know not ordinary people the tribal chief and people are there are are quite evolved so to believe that this is only way of upasana and no other way is absolutely uh, snobbish ignorant destructive and this kind of insistence is destroyed the swami is destroyed cultures because they insisted that what you are doing is wrong what we are doing is right and there you must and you will go there also told everyone else will go to hell so you must convert them then you are saving them then you earn punya then you get a better place in paradise tell them that's it so you indoctrinate them in this way and therefore you have an army every christian is a missionary you need not train them they are all trained in seminaries to become professional missionaries but everybody is a missionary in his own way because they are all convinced that what these fellows are doing is wrong they will go to hell so it is our duty to help them save them <clears throat> so how thoughtless the whole process has been and still is when conversion goes on 
This is the idea that what you are doing is wrong will not lead you to your destination. What we are doing is right. And that will give you moksha or whatever the definition of moksha is. And they are able to convince. Because we have no understanding of our tradition. Nobody has enlightened us about that. We don't know the greatness of our own culture, the richness and greatness of our own culture. Therefore, we always feel ashamed about ourselves. So whenever attacks you, somebody attacks you, you are defensive and then you have nothing to say. Our children have no knowledge at all. What Hinduism? I had no knowledge, absolutely. How many chapters Bhagavad Gita I did not know? What is an Upanishad I never knew? When I went to United States, imagine. Supposed to be a religious person in some ways, you know. But still no knowledge. <coughs> so we can't defend when you don't know. And that is why people are just being converted left and right. <coughs> and there are so-called neutralized Hindus. All the media and all these people are all infested by the neutralized Hindus and they are the greatest enemies of Hindus. Because they have the power of printing. So they can print and people here listen to them. So they can write whatever they have a moment, you raise any voice, they'll, they'll attack you. This PK, whatever that movie is, because they raise the voice, they have a tremendous attack. That you are uh, abusing the freedom of speech and freedom of these. And so they have all the freedom, you have no freedom. Anyway, so uh, sometimes these people do not know how to do things because Muslims do that and this fellow knows guts to write anything about them. They destroy everything left and right. Nothing is said. Because they are all, they are not Muslims. They say, they, they are not Muslims. They are all some uh, fanatics. So you should not judge Muslims by those fanatics. Judge Hindus by these fellows. The Hindus are fanatics. Hindus are cruel. Just because something happened in Godara Khan, the Hindus are now branded as cruel people. Not Muslims, they are not cruel. They are all noble people. Hindus are cruel. And so, these Hindus are so poor and so stupid and so idiotic and so helpless and so devoid of any kind of strength that they are taken for granted by the whole world, including our own people here. When somebody speaks out against them, they all converge on him. If Baba Ramdev says something or Shankara says something, they all converge on him, <coughs> attack him. And we will start saying the same thing because we read the same newspapers. So we also say the same things about our own people. In fact, the time came when we thought that Jayendra Saraswati Shankaracharya had some problem. Because that's how media painted him. It took him so many years now to exonerate him, you know, that uh, he's in a, that nobody propagates. Nobody even knows that all charges are false. And nothing happens, the person who made all the charges is Jai Lalita. Nothing happened to her. Nothing happened to the police department who had false charges. Nothing happened to the courts who gave wrong judgments. Nothing happens to anybody. So, this is a fourth great country, you know. We are in the fourth, not third world country, fourth world country. So, economic developments have no meaning because it all is, it doesn't come in time, inside, it doesn't do anything. 
it only makes people uh, rash more money means what more wastage and uh, more swachhandata nothing else only prosperity means only swachhandata if, if they hear this they will attack me of course do you call this swachhandata I mean just because somebody drinks do you think is wrong somebody smokes is wrong nothing is wrong everything is right what you are wrong everything else is right but when culture is not there prosperity only brings nothing but swachhandata abuse that's all that's what we have that's what we see the result of this so called prosperity not that it should not be there prosperity should be there that's a way of solving all the problems also this person is the right idea that all conversion things will go away moment people will be all right economic progress will solve all the problems because conversion also takes place because of poverty and people are taking advantage when it's not there that advantage won't be there so that is how to solve those problems <coughs> anyway but at the same time the so called prosperity only is creating a lot of abuse <coughs> so the education about our own tradition and culture is so important and there is no source of that all parts alas are gone that's what the british deliberately did and destroyed the whole education system very deliberately and introduce a system where in this education you are totally divorced from your culture and from your tradition and from your roots so indians became rootless because no knowledge of their culture the enough hindus so called hindus who were who were enemies of this culture anyway who had no respect for the culture they were so westernized and all these western scholars who came did a lot of scholarship with an agenda of proving christianity is superior and hinduism is inferior and they were able to create that complex and great people also who grew with this idea that hinduism is inferior so no respect for that and therefore uh, when our leaders also had that what to talk of ourselves <coughs> so no respect for hinduism no pride people are ashamed of calling themselves hindus when they go out but anyway the idea that the murti puja is an extremely important contribution in the method of worship the worship the upanishad said is worship similar to what this fellows have all mental is what we call saguna nirakar or whatever <coughs> or nirakar sagun sakar not what is it you know nirgun whatever you want to call it you know sagun and sakar means murti puja but that is a great contribution that is really help masses like nobody going to temple having darshan is a great thing however you may criticize them that they are all andhashraddha it doesn't matter andhashraddha whatever some shraddha is there which takes them to temple and there is one minute of solace they get they may do anything let them do on the trees you find all those you know the uh, what do you call them the rags doesn't matter they are worshiping somebody other than their ego it is all superstition no doubt about that and 
I am not suggesting that superstition is to be supported, but then some religiosity is involved there and they are worshipping Devata, you know. So whatever Devi is there, they are worshipping that as God. So our Swami says, what does it matter? Even a milestone can be worshipped by Shivalinga, you know, a milestone. So what matters is what is the bhava in his mind, that's all. If this creates a new bhava, it has done the job. Doesn't create bhava, nothing is, you know, it has not done the job. Idea is that whether it is a temple, whether it is a worship, what is meant to create a certain bhava in our mind. <coughs> Doesn't get created, still keep doing it anyway, someday it will create. So all of these are meant to create that bhava. <coughs> and so, Upta Vijnana Pratisod, Tashesagati, Anusvudi Yogacha, Hardana Grahitahaiti, Sautra Lingacha, Sutra said, Tashesagati, Anusvudi Yogacha. At the time of departure, he remembers which passage I have to depart from because. He has meditated upon that passage. Hardana Gruhitaha. He is blessed by his Ishta Devata at that time. So, Anugraha or blessing of the Ishta Devata. Hardana means here Ishvara or Ishta Devata. Saguna Brahma. Iti Sutra Linga. Sutrakara also. This statement of Sutra also indicates that the Sutra is meant for. Agnya and Saguna Brahma Vip. Sadat Madhya Vekta Vishayatu Upagamar. That this passage of Shruti, Brahudarnika and this sutra are meant for the person other than the wise person. Sadatma, Sadat Madhya Vyatirikta Vishayatuad. The Shruti passage and the sutra are meant for a person other than the one who knows the self as Sat, as Brahman. <coughs> Meaning, they are meant for someone, those other than Brahmagnani. <coughs> so, Vyatirik Vishyata Upagamat, this is what we understand, by Arthabhakti. Naevam, and there were Vidvamsu, that's why Vashakar is Vidvamsu. So, Vidwan has the enlightenment, has this knowledge that I am Brahman, and therefore, he does not Emerge from Sat. <coughs> okay, we'll continue. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachade Purnasya Purnama Keshavam Badarayanam Sutrahasya Krutavande Bhagavanta Punaha Ishvaro Gururatmeti Murti Bheda Vibhagine Yoma Vatvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti
हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम